Hello everyone, welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. <clears throat> if you're listening, you're listening to another of my mini chats uh, in my series here as I continue to do short little episodes here, 10, 15 minute long uh, conversations or whatnot. <clears throat> Today, I'm going to discuss uh, something a little different doesn't necessarily uh it it relates to college football obviously but be talking about a pro team um for those of you those of you some may know some don't know i am a diehard detroit lions fan Um, i'm born and raised in flint michigan used to go to detroit lions games as a kid and early teenager and even in my adult years i keep going um I'm 34, so though obviously a lot of people know this year the Detroit Lions won their first playoff game since 1991. I was born in 1989, technically 1992 in that season when they won the game, <clears throat> um, but I was two years old, so obviously I have no recollection of that. I have no recollection of them playing in that NFC Championship game against the Washington Redskins at the time. Of course, as a two-year-old, I have no recollection. So, I so be I'll say I've been a Detroit Lions fan my whole life, but like anybody else, like you don't have real memories of stuff like that till you're eight, nine years old, whatever it may be. So, I have memories of Barry Sanders at the very end of his career, his two thousand-yard season. I, I I I remember him retiring. I. But I never saw him play in person. I didn't start going to Lions games until it was Charlie Batch and James Stewart was running back. And uh, those were rough times, obviously. And then it just got worse with Joey Harrington. And and you can go down the line. I'm not going to depress myself uh, going into the long uh, lineage of awful players in football and whatnot. but I'll just say I've been a Lions fan, let's say I'm 34, let's say I've been a Lions fan well, I'm my whole life, but realistically 25 years, let's say, just because when you can recognize what you're watching and all that. So I had never seen a Lions team win a playoff game. So this season has, has meant a lot to me as a diehard fan. I've watched every single Lions game uh, I, I had either watched or been in person at every seen it on TV or been there in person for every Lions game since my freshman year of college, which would have been the fall of 2008 when I was at Grand Valley State, part of the basketball program. We had practices on Sundays, couldn't watch every game, but I, I, I lived, I went through all of it. The on 16s I've, I've been through all of it as a fan and since that point i've watched every game i've watched every single game either like i said either watching or in person and you get emotionally attached and and it 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 hurts a lot because you just continuously get beaten and beaten and beaten and you're just like Man, why do I follow this team? Why do I put so much into this? Why is this why is this something that I care about so much? And 
and everybody knows as a fan, like those those people who are diehard fans of a certain college football program. I, I have teams that I'm a fan of, of course. I'm a human being. But as a podcaster, journalist, and just working in the in the media world of college football, I, I try to stay impartial. Yes, I have a show where I talk about UConn football every week, and that's important to me. But I try to stay impartial with everything else. Um, but when it comes to the NFL, I am not impartial. I am a diehard Lions fan to the core. I bleed blue. Uh, and, and like I said, we, us Lions fans, we've been through a lot. And then this year happened. And you could tell going into the season, like, hey, last year they, they rattled off a bunch of wins at the end of the year. You could tell things were starting to click. And you're like, man, they could really turn a corner and something special could happen this year. We had an amazing draft class. Uh, people in the media world that I'm in were talking about how, how bad it was because we drafted a one, running back at 12 and a linebacker at 18, and we reached for these guys and blah, blah, blah. Well, the four guys we picked, Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, Sam Laporta, Brian Branch, all studs, and they will be cornerstones of our franchise moving forward. Um, and see so if these rookies come out and Sam Laporta breaking tight end rookie records held by Mike Dicka from the, from the fifties. Like it's incredible what he was able to do this year. Jameer Gibbs was over a thousand scrimmage yards. Brian Branch had a pick six in the first, first game of the year against the Kansas city chiefs. It was just amazing what that young group of guys has done. Jared Goff, rising to the level that so many Lions fans have been waiting for. I mean, we yes, Matthew Stafford played tremendously and did some great things for us, but we could never get a win in the playoffs. Jared Goff raising that next level of play and getting it done for us. And throughout this year, um, it, 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 I've, I've always been so connected to this team and so passionate about this team. But this year, it, 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 there was even more of a connection just because it's like, wow, all these years of my fandom are finally paying off when it comes to a team having real success. And this is sustainable success because they're young and they just play their butts off and they have the greatest coach in the NFL, the best leader in the NFL in Dan Campbell. Do not, do not try to throw any shade on that man. He has changed a culture and, and what he has done. His riverboat gambler mentality got this team to where they were. I'm not going to sh throw shade on that man at all for anything that happened last night in that NFC Championship game. But this team all year gave me and the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit, Lions fans nationwide and worldwide, it finally gave us something to really cheer for and really be passionate about. And, and I've always been passionate about this team. I would, <laughs> my wife laughs at me because of how passionate I am about this team that always loses. And she's just like, I can just tell sometimes she's like, why do you care about them so much? You just know they're going to lose. And this year, finally, finally clicked. And it's like, man. So 
Relating this back to college football, though, there are so many fan bases in college football that are extremely, extremely passionate. I grew up around Michigan football. That's one of the most passionate fan bases there is. Obviously, Ohio State. You can go down the line. I mean, I went to LSU this year. Unbelievable. I mean, I have seen so many great, passionate fan bases in college football that win at an extremely high level and continuously win at an extremely high level. But my whole life, I've, I've been passionate and loved this quote-unquote lovable loser in the Detroit Lions. And my passion and my love for this team never wavered. Were there times where it was like, man, why do I cheer for this team? They just break my heart all the time. Yeah, you think about it. But I knew someday that the fandom would pay off, that the love and the passion that I had for this team would pay off. And this year was the year. When we beat the L.A. Rams, I almost said St. Louis, when we beat the L.A. Rams and Matthew Stafford for our first playoff win since 1992, I'm man enough to admit that I cried because it meant that much. It meant that much to me. And it meant that much to that fan base, to our fan base, to all our fans, to the passionate people that love and support this team, to the city of Detroit, to all Michiganders across the state of Michigan. And I will always consider myself a Michigander because I was born and raised there. And my formative years were there. And I have that all grit mentality just like the Detroit Lions because I grew up in Flint, Michigan in a in an area that a lot of people don't make it out of. And you you learn to just you gotta grit it out. That's what you gotta do. That's how you gotta make it. And that's that's what this team represented. <clears throat> then they turn around, they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. And I know you guys saw how loud that stadium was. Ford Field is, trust me when I say this, guys, I travel the country for college football, LSU, Michigan, amazing environments that were have been extremely loud and crazy. But trust me when I say this, guys and gals, there is not a louder stadium on the planet than Ford Field when the Lions are humming and clicking. I was at the Seattle Seahawks game this year. That's the loudest stadium I've ever heard in my life. The loudest. My ears were ringing until I got to Grand Rapids and Benton Harbor on the drive home to Illinois. It is, it's an unbelievable experience. When you're in that dome surrounded by 65,000 plus loyal Lions fans that finally had something to go berserk and lose their mind for and really, really cheer for, it, it's another, it's a whole nother level. And I, I was one of those crazy people. <laughs> and, and I know some pe the people that know me know I'm a little bit quiet and reserved. And as a coach, I never really uh, didn't raise my voice too much, didn't lose it or whatever, very calm and collected. But then when it comes to my Detroit Lions, it, I, I just, I lose it. You should have seen me in my house last night when we took that big lead in the first half. That first touchdown, Jamison Williams scored. I scared my kids. I scared my kids because I was yelling, screaming. I was so happy. I was running around the house like a crazy person. My poor neighbor 
probably thinks I'm a maniac now, but hey, this team gave us something to cheer for. And that first half was about as flawless as you could play. And I was so happy. But then at the same time, I'm like, man, they got 30 minutes left. They got to finish the job. And a lot of things happened last night in that final 30 minutes, and we just didn't finish the job. And I'm not going to sit here and blame anybody or anything, but, man, that hurt. It hurt a lot. I, I, I've been heartbroken by this franchise before, uh, but that one hurt. That one really hurt because we had it in our grasp and lost it. And, again, I'm man enough to admit that I cried last night because it means that much. It does. And and I understand. I understand these passionate college football fan bases that love their team so much, that paint their faces and their chests, and they do all these crazy things for their team. That's how I feel about my Detroit Lions. And yeah, I might have had my heart ripped out last night, but I got to sit back and look at it like, man, this is the best team in Detroit Lions history. What they did this year had honestly never been done before. Yeah, they went to the NFC title game in 91, 90, the 91-92 season. They only won one game that year in the playoffs. That's the only playoff win they'd ever had. This year we won two games, and we darn near won three games and got to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. So... Yeah, it hurts and it stinks that we lost. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Detroit Lions, for giving me something to cheer for. Giving me something to love and be passionate for. Like, I'm going to be passionate about the Lions. I'm going to do it. My wife and my family know that. that I'm going to sit in front of my TV and yell and scream and be happy and sad and angry and all of everything in between. But this year it was so much happy because they gave us something to cheer for. And it wasn't just me. It's everybody in Detroit, in the state of Michigan, Lions fans across the country and across the world. This team gave us hope and I cannot wait to see what next year brings. They got a target on their back. It's going to be hard. This team is so young. Look at the core of this team. Everyone is under 28 years old, really. I mean, even Jared Goff's 28, 29 years old. I mean, this team is so young. And we got a lot of money. We got a bunch of guys we're going to have to give extensions to. But we got a lot of money. We're going to have upwards of $70 million in cap. We got four picks in the first three rounds again this year. We were out last year when we had four picks in the first three rounds. Look who we got. I already talked about them. <clears throat> let, let the front office work. Let them do their thing. Brad Holmes is going to do great things this offseason with this team. And, man, I cannot wait. But it hurts. It hurt last night. It did. And it still hurts a little bit, of course. It's going to hurt for a little while. But at the same time, you look back at what this team did. It revitalized a city. It revitalized a state. And just a fan base. And 
so many people came together for this group. It, it's such a blessing. It really is. And I know I'm a college football media person, and this show is to talk about college football. But by golly, I'm going to talk about the team that I love and the team that I'm passionate about. So, yeah, I'll give them, <laughs> I'll give them the love, the love that I have for them on my show here. And I'm sorry, I know you guys want me to talk about college football, but I got to talk about something that I'm passionate about, and that's this team. It's this franchise. It's the city of Detroit. It's the state of Michigan. It's where I grew up. It's where I'm from, and it'll always be a part of me. And this year has been tough for me from a personal perspective when it comes to my job situation and not being able to be home with my family and things like that. But the Lions gave me something to look forward to every Sunday and Monday and Thursday, depending on when they played. But they 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 gave me and so many others just something to look forward to. And and I know as a Christian, like my identity and my <clears throat> faith in Christ is far more important than any of this that I'm talking about. And my family is far more important than any of this. But it is kind of nice when when you have we're we're all passionate and we love something, whatever it may be. And my passion and my love is sports, football, basketball, but in particular, the Detroit Lions. And like I said, it has been an absolute amazing ride to watch them this year, to have a whole life of fandom be rewarded this season. And, and down the road, it's going to be rewarded with a Super Bowl championship. Again, thank you guys for listening. I know you guys want me to talk about college football, and I tried to relate it a little bit to some college football fandom, but uh, <clears throat> this is something that's near and dear to me, and uh, I'm glad I made it through the episode without breaking down um, because this, this team has made me emotional for a while in my life uh, and not in a good way usually. But this year it was great emotions, and... Um, this is a heck of a ride and it was a lot of fun, but again, thanks guys for listening. Um, I'll get back to talking about college football tomorrow. <laughs> I promise, but I just had to talk about something I'm passionate about. I, I love my Honolulu, my Honolulu blue kitty cats. They're going to, they got great things coming. It was a fantastic season. Heck of a ride. Can't wait to see what comes, but again, I'll be back on tomorrow. I'll talk about college football. Uh, please like, subscribe where you listen to the show. Leave a five-star review on Spotify. It's greatly appreciated. It gets the show out to more people. Um, please feel free to give me a follow personally on X, Twitter, at uh, Coach underscore B Will. And, then of course, the podcast account at TNT College Show 1. Hope everybody has a good day. God bless.